up? It's a wee natter. I'm Mark Steele and across the table from me is... Jenny Steele. And we are joining you on the week that I learned mm-hmm. that I am part of the 50%. The 50% club? Yeah, are you part Not 50 of the... cents. No, are you part of the 50%? If it's a good 50%, I'm going to say yes. If it's not, then I'm saying I'm definitely not part of the 50% club. It depends how you interpret it is the honest answer to that one. The good news is that by 2035, mm-hmm. more than half the world's population will get that boom, 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 boom <laughs> on the wee fit. Basically, oh, more, mm. uh, 2035 are saying over half of us will be fat or obese. It's nice to know I'm ahead of the game. <laughs> I, I'm ahead of the trend for once in my life. And uh, last week, we asked you a fun question. Mm. What rubbish superpower would you have? Mm. Uh, you know, if you could be any sort of superhero, what rubbish superpower would you have? And Matthew Summers being in touch saying, reminder, that's the last of the toilet paper man. A special powers to remind people on the toilet that, well, you get the idea. Yeah. Now, see, I don't know if you need a superpower for that, because the trick for that is you always keep one more roll in the bathroom than you need. Yes, if you've got somewhere to put it. See, I don't like seeing spare toilet rolls knocking around. I like them hid out of the way. Are you one of those people that, uh, admittedly, this was a long time ago now, but are you one of those people no, that no, would have I know put... what you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I know, what, no. what do you think I'm going to say? Put a doily over the top, or one of those dolls with a, a knitted dress on over the top of your toilet roll. You're going to say that, aren't you? I was thinking of the dolls, yes. No. <laughs> so you're saying that the, the dress isn't good enough? <laughs> I'm sure they could get a more modern cut, like, you know, like a midriff out of it or something <laughs> like that. I'm, I'm sure we could make it work. Or even, you know, if you're rich enough, you could invest heavily in a BD. That's an alternative. Yeah. I've never tried one of them. I can't vouch for it either because I've never been posh enough. (laughs) Even though I did have a friend once who had a bathroom so big you could have played a game of basketball in it. Uh, But I also touched slap up saying the ability to have any food taste what like I feel like eating. I'll try that one again. You try that one again. Say what? Let's try that again. (laughs) The, The ability to have any food taste what I feel like eating. Oh, right. So if you fancy a chicken and mushroom pie, you could eat a banana. And it'll taste of chicken and mushroom pie. Kind of, yeah. They also go on to say, Superman can weary himself by saving the world with his almighty strength and speed. I'll be all right because my sprouts taste like chocolate cake. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The only problem is that you'll end up misleading people on the quality of your in-laws cooking there. Because you, 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 everything will taste like how you want it to taste. That's true. So when you're tasting your in-laws cooking, which is usually a bit, hmm, do we really have to do this? Can can we skip Christmas this year? You know, that kind of affair. Mm -hmm. You're going to be misleading people because you say it's, it was lovely yeah. when it wasn't. Also, <laughs> in touch, aid saying the ability to always find what I'm looking for at supermarket or shopping in general. No more helpless wandering around with a thousand yard stare. You know, like when people have flashbacks to, I was about to say Nam or something like that, but I think we're all well on from that one now. Yeah. <laughs> Try to find whatever it is that you're in need of. That's a superpower. I would feel a- even stronger every six months, you know, when they move everything around oh, so you don't get yeah. too comfy yeah. with how the store's laid out. And on that note, let's have a wee NASA. It's apparently that time of the year already. International Women's Day is coming up this week. But more importantly, the shops are full of chocolate eggs. Mm. Building on the important research that we did, finding the best mince pie for Christmas last yeah. year, yeah. You'd have thought the eggs, next obvious step, be, you know, checking out all the chocolate eggs and seeing what the best chocolate egg to go for is. Well, I can do that as well. You could, but there's, yeah. only, there's only like three companies that make chocolate, so <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not, not going to be much of competition there. 
So instead, going to have a look at the others now at Hot Cross Buns. Yes, yes. That was a suggestion by one of our listeners, wasn't it? Yes. So mm. we're going to do it exactly the same way where we're going to try a couple of them every week. Yes. See how they rank. And then at the end of it, we'll be able to go, the very best Hot Cross Bun for 2023 is this. And we'll tell you just in time so you can't buy them in the shops. Yeah. How does that sound? Yeah. <laughs> so to, if we're going to have a ranking like that, what are we going to be ranking them on? I'm going to go by size. Okay. Looks and taste. Ooh, yeah. Right. So we've got two options in front of us to get started because you can't really have rankings with one thing in them. No. It'd be a bit strange. No. So which one are you going to start with? You've got two options. I'm going to start with the smaller of the two. Which is co-ops irresistible. Mm. That's what they call it. They call it irresistible. We'll find out for you, dear listener, in a second. Richly fruited hot cross bun made with plump sultanas, raisins, currants, mixed peel. Oh, there's all sorts on it. And it's got limited edition written on it as well. It has, yeah. But I thought all hot cross buns were limited yeah. edition. They're all available part of the year. So yeah. tell us what you're seeing with this hot cross bun. It's the smaller of the two mm. we're testing today. It's stickier as well, so I'm not sure what it's got on the top, but it seems to have a bit of, you know, in the coat the top, and it's got a bit of a glisten to it. Mm. It's kind of like a gloss paint top, for want of a better word. Smaller, looks glossier, feels stickier, nice and fruity. We toasted ours, haven't we? So we're we're eating these toasted with a bit of uh, butter on. You better taste it. Tell us what you think. Do you know what? I'm not getting much taste coming through. Ooh. Are you? It's, I'm getting a bit of fruit. It's a fair old selection of fruit. There's a bit of, you can tell there's something with peel in it there, mm. and you can tell there's a bit of fruit. So it's, it's a fairly standard hot cross bun, you see, wouldn't it? Yeah, it is, to be honest with you. Yeah. So that's your starting point. Mm. I'm going to compare against number two here, mm. our second one today. It's from the bakery at Asda, mm. and all it says is four large hot cross buns. And they are large. Describe what you see. Again, larger of the two. It's not got, it doesn't look like it's had a, a coating on the top, so mm. it's quite, um, what would you call that? It's like a matte. a matte, yeah, a matte finish. Seems to be, have quite a lot of fruit in it. Uh, so let's have a go. I'm getting a bit more flavour with the Asda ones. Really? Mm. So you've got two hot cross buns, you're seeing getting more flavour with the Asda ones, they're bigger. Mm. So what order are you going to put your rankings in? I don't know if they've got cherries in, actually. I think these have got cherry in as well, the co-op. I couldn't tell you, because all it says is large hot cross buns on yeah. the side of it. It's got some sort That's of like fruit it's got in. a bit of cherry in, nice. Um, are we doing out of 10 again? Marks out of 10? Well, we didn't mark out of 10. We just want to know what order are oh, you ranking okay. Which comes second, which comes first? So second at the minute, then, is going to be the co-op. Okay. Uh, so what the, in number one, that means it's got to be Asda. Asda. Mm. Lar- well, there we go. We've already mm. got a result. We'll get more of them as weeks go on, but we need your help as well, dear listener, to help find the best hot cross bun before Easter. So it's quite a tight deadline, but if there's a hot cross bun, you (laughs) think we should not be missing in this competition to find the best one in the country for 2023. Get in touch at Solid Radio UK or at Solid Suti on the socials. Or if you're on Spotify, there's a question thing you can tap on, stick it in there. I know it's not the question we asked you, but there's no reason you can't put that answer in there and tell us about what hot cross buns we should be comparing to find the very best one in Britain for 2023. I was off Friday, took a bit of annual leave, and I thought, I did a bit of shopping, and then I thought, there's this tea room that every time I pass is always full, so I can never get a table there. Mm-hmm. So that particular day, it was quite dead. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to go in. And my really intention was just to have a, a cup of tea. 
So anyway, I ordered a tea for one and I thought, you know what, I'm quite hungry. I'm going to try their soup of the day. So it was, I think it was like a root veg. So took my order, sat down, the tea came, very nice, soup came. While I was waiting for my soup to arrive, this elderly gentleman had come in after me and it, it basically asked for the soup. And she told him that I'd had the last soup. It was like that lady over there has had the last soup. So I, instantly I felt like the whole cafe was watching me. I felt mm. a little bit embarrassed. So I think he opted for like a tea cake or something instead. But he sat at the table opposite me and I could feel his eyes burning me every time. I, so I, I didn't enjoy my soup. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the soup. It was lovely, but I couldn't concentrate on eating my soup because I just felt really bad for having the last soup. And he was staring me so much that I think he wanted me to feel bad for having the last suit. And I'm just wondering, is that something that would bother you if you had the last of the something? And then somebody was like looking at you like, I wanted that. But then if it was the other way around and you were behind him in the queue and he took the last of the soup, mm. would you have spent the whole time staring into him and like, you've ruined well, my I, afternoon? I, 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 no, I wouldn't. I'd have just like ordered something else or, oh, I'm leaving. I, would have thought, <laughs> I thought that was just part of the experience because, you know, every time I go to a bakery, I'll think, oh, I quite like a sausage roll or quite like a slice of pizza or something like that. And then when I'm getting just the front, the queue person in front of me usually takes the lot. Usually yeah. a job lot as well. Yeah. They'll take the whole lot. Well, and annoying. it's annoying. Oh, what am I going to well, eat you know, you, know, I mean, you need to go with a backup plan, don't you, when you go in these places? The best bit is when the backup plan gets taken as well. <laughs> This is going to sound a bit weird, especially for somebody who doesn't really do sports, but I hate to break it to you, dear listener, I've got a sports injury at the moment. Yeah, I found that quite hard to believe as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, keep, I keep rolling over my ankle. I can't even walk down the road without getting injured. I mean, you're in the 50% club. <laughs> that probably explains a lot, in all honesty. Although on the plus side, there was no trip to casualty this time, True, right? true. I do love getting out, especially walking, exploring the places you can't see from the road. Mm. Admittedly, the fun does drop out of it when you've got a bull chasing you across the field. <sighs> but this got me wondering, what do you do with both love, so the getting out bit, and hate getting all the sports injuries? Are there things in your life where you both love them and hate them at the same time? I like walking as well as you know, but I don't like cows. You've mentioned the bulls, but I can't cope with cattle or horses, if I'm honest, because they scare me. I mean, horses... I'm not sure if as much as cows, because they ignore you, but the cows seem to look at me passing them. The the face follows me, you know, when you're walking. You're talking about horses. They they are critters that frighten themselves with a crisp packet. They do. It's because they're so big, aren't they? If you walk through a field and you've got a horse all of a sudden starts walking along the side of you, I'd freak out. I know where you're coming from there. So I love walking, but I don't like what's... You know, when you look at your route and you've got to go through Mm. a farm... I don't mind sheep. I don't. I like walking through a field of sheep. But when I see the cows on the horizon, or you don't, you know what the worst bit is? When you don't see what's in the field, you think, oh, it's all right, there's no cows. And as you walk in, you see the cow pats, you think, they're not sheep, that's not sheep. There's cows in the, and they're fresh. And then you know there's cows and you're like, oh my God. And you're just legging it, legging it through the field because even though you couldn't see them, you know, they're in there. So the one key point I picked up there is you, you notice that the cow pats are fresh and all. Yeah. Are, are, you che- are, are you sticking your finger in going, yeah, test, still tastes your fresh. hour, yeah. <laughs> uh, so myself, you know, a bit less outdoors, another one that I both love and hate is procrastinating. Yeah, I'm always putting, one. always putting things off mm. and then hate myself for not doing it mm. when we get around to later when I should have done it. So I'm going to open this one up to you, dear listener. What do you both love and hate at the same time? 
A couple of ways to get in touch on the social media at Solid Root, at Solid Radio UK or at Solid Sooty. Or if you're on Spotify, the question's popped up, you can tap on it, stick an answer in there and we'll share your love-hate relationships in the next episode. I guess it's kind of weird when you, you look back, you know, roll back 20 years from now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had mobile phones, but you, you could only really make calls on them, send expensive texts and play Snake, couldn't you? Yeah, I never played Snake. Really? Yeah. Do we need to get you a copy of Snake so you can just play it to say, yes, I've done it? Well, I like it. Is it like Candy Crush, things like that or not? It, it is a fairly easy game. Well, I say it's an easy game. You, you'll get the idea fairly quickly, but it gets very hard very quickly. What does well. it? <laughs> yeah, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> but you remember those days, don't mm. you? Yeah. Did you ever think we'd get to the point where our phones or the internet really are such a big part of our lives? No, but they are, aren't they? Yeah, especially with smartphones. There's mm. lots of stuff on there. Photos, email, WhatsApps, as certain politicians have been finding out this week, you know, yeah. eat out to help Our COVID WhatsApp's out. okay, isn't it, Mark? We're encrypted, aren't we? Just saying, just don't, you know, don't want any of my messages out there. <laughs> well, there may be a lesson-friendly journalist with a copy about all your COVID ideas in there. But in a relationship, manage whatever it is that you happen to have, dear listener. How much access should partners have to each other's phones? Mm. What do you think, Jay? Well, you see, I'm the, I don't mind because mm, I'm probably going to get shot down for this, but I know that you know my PIN for my phone and that doesn't really bother me. So, um, I don't know. I'm easy with... Uh, I don't mind you, maybe you, but I don't want anybody else to have access to my phone, maybe. And I like to have access to your phone because I like to be nosy and see what's going on. I don't really. I don't know. That's a, that's a hard one. I don't have anything. To, I don't feel like I've got anything mm. to hide. So I'm not sure if people should have access. I don't know what to say with that one. I think that one's a hard one for me because I'm saying I don't mind you having access. But at the same time, I'm thinking I don't want anybody else having access. I don't like people. Sh- I don't even like it when I've got my phone, I'm using it in a cafe or something and I feel like the person sitting behind me or on a bus is shoulder surfing what I'm doing on my phone when I'm on my Facebook or, or I'm doing WhatsApp or chat and things. So I would say your, your opinion's fair enough. Uh, personally, you know, if you hang around with somebody long enough, especially if you're living around them, you'll end up sharing codes for those moments like, oh, um, what's the address Bob texted me when you're driving yeah. down? Those yeah. sort of moments. But if you want to ruin every surprise... Go ahead and have a look through all the messages, and then you know every every birthday surprise I feel like I get absolutely ruined at that point, doesn't it? I suppose, yeah, yeah. yeah. On that note, is this the bit where I met to setting a trap to see if I can catch somebody snooping on my phone? Why well, have you done that? No Was comment. Is it me looking at your emails? No comment. <laughs> Let's imagine, and this is going to take a fair bit of imagination, dear listener, for you and for you, Jenny, as well. Mm-hmm. But let's imagine you've been given the job to name a museum. Oh. It's in Perth. That's the real Perth, not the knockoff one down under. It's going to be, <laughs> Sorry, age. It's going to be full of local artefacts, history, all that kind of stuff. What would you call that museum? Artefacts or is? Artefacts. <laughs> <laughs> well, after a lot of deep thought and hours spent walking the banks of the Tay, they have come up with... Perth Museum. Yeah, that's original. Out of 450 names, that's the one they chose. And the bizarre bit is, you compare that to, you know, this is the same part of the world that has gritters called Gritalica, Licensed to Chill, and the Snow Claimers. And the best they could come up with was Perth Museum. <laughs> they're brilliant names, they are. 
On the plus side, at least they didn't end up with museum and McMuseum faced. Museum McMuseum. Museum McMuseum face. McMuseum face. <laughs> that was Boaty McBoat face. That's which, it, yeah. Which wasn't actually a boat. But they did use the name for the submersible that is apparently a boat. It's all thoroughly confusing. <laughs> but all I know is Sir David Attenborough's involved. That was unfortunately a wee natter. I was Mark Steele and across the table from me was... Jenny Steele. And if you somehow enjoyed this podcast... Uh, why wouldn't they? That's a very good question. But then I could ask you the question, why would they? Because we're light-hearted, we're entertaining. I think there should be more of us out there, really. There's so much doom and gloom going on. I think if people tuned in to us, we brighten up their lives. Mm, there you go. So, if you enjoyed this fine <laughs> podcast, do subscribe if you haven't done so already, and you will get it every week delivered directly to you. Mm. If you've done that and want to spread the gospel of a wee natter, makes it sound like we're getting all religious there, doesn't it? <laughs> if you want to spread the gospel, we're, we're happy for you to go chap on doors and uh, spread it, spread the love. Well, not maybe not spread the love. Why don't we have some leaflets printed and then give our listeners the leaflets and they can go, go leafleting? Just dropping them through people's letterbox. I'm sure they'd love to do that. <laughs> You're trying to sign people up to post leaflets yeah. through the... I mean, if you really want to go post leaflets, we won't stop you, dear listener. <laughs> but even just, you know... When you're out at the shops or something, you're, you're getting your uh, messages all paid for and they go, that's ten ninety nine or whatever. You go, oh, by the way, we now are on the podcast. Poof, all your done. friends on Facebook, you know, you get this competition time. Mm. You've got to like and share it to 10 people. Maybe we could get them to share our link with 10 people. That sounds like a chain letter or a virus. Yeah, that it point. does. <laughs> <laughs> and on that positive note, I guess we'll catch you next time. Bye.